Step inside these hallowed halls of the Red Light Library, where us librarians review short erotica. It gets the short end of the stick when it comes to criticism and review because, well, in the end, it's porn. This podcast reviews adult content that has frank discussions of sexual content, adult language, and, well, basically anything under the sun that certain publishing houses will allow. If that's something you can't legally listen to or don't want to listen to, back out now. Welcome back, dear patrons, to the Red Light Library. I'm one of your hosts, Gavin, joined by Aaron, who is in Australia. Hello. Doesn't have to put up with the horse shit that we're putting up with today on Thanksgiving, which is what we're pretending it is and not the day before. Uh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yes, I've been very excited about this. We've been talking about this in the Discord a bit because I, I know nothing about Thanksgiving because it is not a thing here. There were some technical difficulties that delayed our recording on the night of thanks uh, of Thanksgiving Eve, which is not a thing. But one <laughs> of the things that also delayed it was we realized we didn't buy all the stuff we needed. So we had to go to the grocery store and it was like a fucking movie in there. <laughs> like it wasn't as busy as it could have been, but it was still like people looking shell shocked. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I may not know that specific thing, but I, I know it a little bit because my partner and I once did Christmas Eve shopping oh, at a no. 24 hour yeah. shopping mall. <laughs> yeah, <that'll do> it. <laughs> and that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's one of the like five things I know about Thanksgiving is that it's stressful. Ma- mainly because it involves a shitload of cooking like uh uh some people like doing it, some people don't, but if you don't buy your shit at the right time, you're surrounded by other people who did not think this through. Who also didn't do that. There yeah. are a lot of people who don't think things through in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about I think that's universal human condition, I think. Yeah, yeah. Much like this erotic <laughs> Uh, today we're talking about shaved by the billionaire nightly news anchor through my TV dot 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 on Thanksgiving day. There is a lot to unpack on just the goddamn cover of this story. This is, this is (laughs) one of the best worst covers I've ever seen. So first off, where to begin the explosion. (laughs) (laughs) There's so for anyone who's not looking at it, the basic structure is, it's, uh, air quotes, pregnant. We'll come back to that. Uh, you gotta make a fucking list of things to talk about here. A pregnant woman, mm-hmm. and there's, like, a, a, a shave, uh, like, a shaver just kind of hovering in space to indicate there is shaving as a kink in this. And then a TV with some trippy laser shit. Put a pin in that. Um, and a turkey with prayer hands in front of it. That's kind of plot important, but not really. It's a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade turkey, which I feel like there's a copyright thing with that. Uh, and then there's just a fucking, like, explosion. PNG of an explosion <laughs> behind the TV. Yep. Everything about this. I know this is a beautiful cover and there's a lot to talk about, but can we please talk about the belly? <laughs> so... What is weird about this is T.T. Lawrence, which, haha, that's a joke on T.E. Lawrence. Haha. T.T. Lawrence has two things that T.T. Lawrence likes to write about. Pregnant women and shaving. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory way whatsoever, just all their fucking stories involve that. No, also- it's, it's great, actually. They know their niche. They're going for it. Yeah. The thing is, I've looked over every cover they put on Amazon, and there's only one that features an actual photo of a pregnant woman not photoshopped and the and the photoshopping is 
is real bad. It's Bush League. It looks like they downloaded GIMP <laughs> and didn't know how to use GIMP and then just tried. Yeah. It is a just not pregnant woman model who has just gargantuan boobs. I can't tell. No, those are photoshopped too. Uh, <laughs> yep. You can see her hairs. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't even look at the boobs because I was so distracted by how bad the stomach is. Yeah. Yeah, but the the stomach is the real star. For me, the stomach is the star of this cover. It's like they took a warp tool and just kept pushing a little further. It's not round. It nope. some. Some, I showed this to someone yesterday or the day before, and they immediately went, is that badly photoshopped food, baby? Like, it didn't click I mean, that this person was supposed to be pregnant. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't... It's not like the, it's difficult to find pictures of pregnant women in lingerie. That's not a difficult not at all there's so many stock photos i shouldn't say there's so many there are several easily accessible stock photo for yep. romance books websites that mm-hmm. do feature pregnant woman in bikini.png i took the time to get a 99 cents here's how to write erotica and make money on it book that's how i know a lot of what i know about erotica writing now yeah yeah but you could also google <laughs> these things also i'm noticing now oh, that we... seriously like just google like fucking you know even just type in public domain stock photos you'll yeah. find shit like i have I noticed don't... one thing there's not a yes. single item on this cover that is about the news anchor that and is in front mm. of another thing her elbow goes behind the tv which is behind and the, the it goes her explosion tv Turkey, prayer hands, and then the fucking shaver with a glow outline around it. So I think they literally just drop shit on top of it. <laughs> yep. Absolutely did. Oh, yeah. I also love that every single part of the title is in a different font. <laughs> See, that's the thing that tells me it's, on, it's, it's intentional, like they know. Oh, sure. Like, I, 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 it just looks bad. Like, <laughs> they may have done it intentionally, but it looks bad. There's extra, there's a space between SHA and VED. Um, yep. It looks like they fucked with the kerning just between the A and the V to make it just a little extra shit. We could spend 20 minutes talking about this cover. We honestly could. This 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 is a work of art. It is, it's... A, it is a work of shitty art, and it was made in 2014, <laughs> so it's it, it should, it'll be vintage closer than we think. Uh, yeah. Speaking of it, things being vintage, is there any at all that you caught indication that this happens in the past? No. Because her TV is from 1992. Uh, she has a 52-inch <laughs> flat-screen television, but it's a fucking CRT. Wait, what? I don't remember that. Yeah, no. I must have missed that. At one point, there's a mention of like the the screen or some shit that kind of sells that this is a CRT TV. Uh, also, just the term flat screen television means fucking nothing in 2014. <laughs> okay, we a- we actually still use that in Australia. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, we still say flat screen TV. Well, not are, all are the time, CRTs but like in any way, like still used. No, 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 not for a long time. Um, I mean, some people do still have them. So it's just like a a language left over. Yeah, basically. Gotcha. Like it's just a thing. Maybe yeah, this is an Australian writer in disguise. 
I really doubt it because, <laughs> as mentioned, I don't know shit about Thanksgiving and I don't know anyone who does. The only people I know who know anything about Thanksgiving are people who have American partners. Like, I let okay, here's what we're going to do. I, I know we were probably going to save this for later, but I'm going to tell you everything I know about Thanksgiving. Oh, please okay? do. That'll make this like, more fun. Absolutely. This is uh, like, this is not me being funny. This is literally everything I know. So I know that it's usually in November. I know that people like families get together to eat a lot of food, kind of like Christmas. I know that Turkey is usually like the most important food. I know that it has something to do with colonization. Um, like, you know, fucking white people coming and killing uh, indigenous people. Yeah. I know that there's the Black Friday sales. I know about that. Which are now on Thursday and for a lot I, of people. Um, oh, wait, really? Yeah, no. Why Wal- is it? No, never, uh, we'll get never to that, mind. Yeah, Walmart is open on uh, 6 p.m. on Thursday, and they're advertising it as their Black Friday sale. Right. Um, and I know that there's a thing that kids do where they trace their hand to make a turkey picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. And something thing. about pilgrims. But I don't... But that word seems to mean something different to what... I think it means, and that, I think that's everything. Oh, and I know from this, and I didn't know this, I uh, so I, only, I learned this from the story, oh, actually. Um, I didn't know that the the Macy's parade thing was a Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. Um, I thought that was just a thing that you did. I didn't, so, so I learned something from this story, so that's good. <laughs> you, you got one positive, you got, you... You came away slightly <laughs> more expanded as a person with, oh my god. Yeah. That's so the that only is, thing. That is literally, I, I'm pretty sure that's everything I know about Thanksgiving. I don't think I know anything else. Everything I know about Thanksgiving, I just get through like TV and movies, but not like, not like in a real way because I'm not paying a lot of attention to it. Yeah. Like, it basically just kind of seems like discount christmas with genocide you know you, you you're getting really close to the spirit of it <laughs> uh, I, I i appreciate that um and we will hit on this in a bit but first we gotta talk about the opening of this fucking story megan threw yeah. the can of tomato sauce on the kitchen floor in disgust this is not how she wanted to celebrate thanksgiving day she was home alone in her apartment, only in a large, ruffled white bra and a pair of white, lacy panties, eight months pregnant, with no one to visit and nowhere to go. She hugged her pregnant belly as she gently sobbed in the cold, white light of the energy saver bulb. So we see both the positive and the negative of the, sto- negative of the story immediately, and that is the details. <laughs> yeah, like, I have to say you know judging the book by its cover when i started this i was very pleasantly surprised at the writing not being terrible like uh like it has a lot of problems don't get me wrong especially like content wise later on but this is not this is not terribly written like at least the description stuff isn't anyway so just Um, to blow some minds the basic plot here is Megan is eight months pregnant and has been left in a basically empty apartment by her ex who took everything except a giant television and a love seat and a single can of tomato sauce, I guess. Uh, she's broke. She want at last resort. She thought about ordering from her favorite Asian restaurant, 
comma, but knew it was just too expensive to afford, and she was too pregnant to pull off one of her usual tricks. She's a shoplifter. Do we do we ah. talk about this much? No. <laughs> Wait, um, is that what that means? I I, I honestly, because I'm really confused by that line. Too I only to just now read tricks. that line because I'm going to be quite honest. A lot of paragraphs of this, my brain went, what the fuck ever? I assumed maybe it was like a flirty thing. Like if you flirt with the delivery person, oh. they give it to you for free, which is which is not a real thing. But I could see that being a thing in an erotica. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Yeah, if you go on Pornhub um, and watch any number of pizza dare videos where like cam <laughs> models do the whole like, oh, I dropped my towel. Uh, 99.999% of every delivery person in those videos is like, fuck, I'm, this is, I'm just, I'm going to die. This please stop. <laughs> yeah. Please stop. This is some yeah. sort of setup. I'm going to die. And the ones that are like, wow, are the ones that are their boyfriend in a pizza hut shirt. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, she adjusted the waistband on her white panties and ran her fingers under her underwear through her small patch of pubic hair. It was gonna be a long night. Foreshadowing! <laughs> so this story basically revolves around her being alone on Thanksgiving and very, very hungry, and then um, omniscient... News okay, reporter. I'm sorry, but you've you've skipped too far ahead because there is something I want to bring up because it oh, is what, hilariously what unrealistic. Um, so we already mentioned her husband left her and stuff. Um, so it actually says the only. I'm going to quote from it because I don't want to misquote. The only thing he left for her was a small love seat and a 52 inch flat screen television. He didn't have the decency to leave her any cash. So there she was in a strange new city, broke, alone, semi nude, and massively pregnant. She didn't even have any clothes <laughs> except the ones she was wearing the day she arrived and a few pairs of naughty lingerie. Very naughty. What the fuck? That is not like okay, so the thing about this is not not only is that kind of like just what? Yeah. Like because what? But also, if you actually think that through, the implications of that are really fucked up. Oh, no. Like, yeah, that's, like, almost a trafficking <laughs> implication. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, this is, very, at, at best, at best, she had an incredibly abusive husband. Also, like, like I don't, e- e- either, even if it's an actual, like, not CRT television, 52 inches of t- TV is fucking expensive. <laughs> Yeah, like, I just, it, I, I mean, I really, like, I know that this story isn't about this, but I found that whole section really jarring because I'm like, you literally could have just written a story about a sad pregnant woman on Thanksgiving. You didn't have to put these details in that actually make this, like, super fucked up, especially stuff, including stuff to come. Especially with like, this odd like narrative tack on at the end of that paragraph you were talking about it was a shame that such a gorgeous woman as herself could be so destitute on such a beautiful holiday like where the fuck is that coming from it i don't understand like like and and uh, this may feel like a really nitpicky thing but it really fucked me up like i was it just like i was like oh okay what what like it, it it ruined any potential engagement i had in the story because i couldn't stop thinking about what the implications were from this but the implication like, yeah it just it, it but the thing is it's not even the thing that bothers me about it is that it's clearly not like a part of the kink yeah like this isn't someone didn't write a like 
abuse survival erotica. Like, oh god, it, it's just. Well, hey, I've read some good ones, but like, <laughs> not it, not it, where we hang out. <laughs> not where we hang. No, uh, maybe I'll find one and bring it for the show sometime. Oh good lord. Um, it, it but like it just. I found it really. I guess like, the the word that keeps coming to mind is tacky, but yeah. that's not as severe as I want to be. <laughs> well, the thing, like you can tell, the 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 TV and the being broke and all of that is a narrative excuse to make her complete to make her compliant yes. when the thing yeah. happens here. But we don't need that. Like it's not necessary. Yeah. Everything in this has to have like, a detail to it, but like some things don't need details to it. It could just be yeah, exactly. Megan is pregnant and alone. Her family lives across the country, and uh, ba da da ba. Here's even, why she's alone. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It, yeah. Anyway, sorry. It just that really bothered me about this. Well, it doesn't help that she's so fucking distraught. She drops to her knees, collapsing on the floor in heartbreak. She offered up yep. a silent prayer, silent with words. Dear God, comma, <laughs> I beg you to help me today. I have no food. I have no money. David is gone. We never hear the name again. And has taken everything with him except me and the baby. And I don't know what to do. Please help me. Amen. She said amen in her silent prayer. This Megan, come on. Uh, yeah. She's distraught. She, she cried then... <laughs> for over 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Now, look, to be fair, I've had crying jags that long after a breakup, but like... But every second more I... emotional and grievous than the last until finally between your morbid sobs you come to the idea something to help numb the pain, watch television. <laughs> yeah. Now... I will say this is both a criticism and like a good thing, I think, because the way that the, the, like the television is a part of this kink. Yeah. Like we get very loving, um, descriptions of the television. And and this is why I was saying it was a, it was a CRT. There was a loud hiss, then a hum, then the sound of steady radiation coming directly from the enormous, incredibly enormous and wide flat screen television, uh, and the funny mm. thing is, because of the technical difficulties we just had, I looked up the another story, the only story without pregnancy in it by T.T. Lawrence, shaved by the wireless internet, parentheses, billionaire. And the shaving Amazing. talks about radiation in the same sort of loving way that this one yeah. does. So I think that's a big thing with T.T. Lawrence is like the idea that there's this yeah. force yeah, and I have to say, I actually kind of liked that. I liked, because that's not something I've ever seen before, and that I find interesting. Um, and it is sort of, it, it gives it this hypnotic quality, which slides easily into, like, the side of a lot of other kinks yeah. as well. Like, I think anyone who's interested in, like, hypnosis or trance kind of erotica might be interested in this kind of thing. Um, you've perfectly yeah, nailed kind of... that too. Cause like the next paragraph is how she, she's watching the TV. She's like becoming more nude while watching it. Cause her nipple pops out of her bra. Uh, yeah. and immediately everything's fine. Uh, it wasn't the end of the world after all. Sure. She was hungry and felt like she could almost be starving, but the joy in the hearts of the people of the city poured into her own heart as she sat there on the floor watching the parade. <sighs> Yeah, like, and I mean that, like, that is like, a, there is a full page, uh, on my Kindle at least, of just talking about Megan's experience of watching television. 
um, which I think is was actually really good. That's one of the things I really liked about this story because it really gave it like a purpose in the story. Like it wasn't just let's do a weird wacky thing. It was like no no the TV is a part of this. Yeah, uh, which I really really enjoyed. And and we also um, incorporate so- <laughs> one of the most iconic pieces of Thanksgiving iconography which is that macy's thanksgiving day parade although we're not saying macy's because dear god please don't sue us the oh yeah yeah right yeah um so there's (laughs) so there's something that this is only a small thing in this story but it's something i wanted to talk about in general that i see a lot in all kinds of writing not just erotica yeah when she's talking about watching the show um she's talking about the hosts or thinking about the hosts and there's this sentence where she says Megan suspected that the man host might be gay by the way he clapped his hands daintily as each float went by and that made her like the program even more I forgot about this <laughs> it's so bad what <laughs> now the, the reason I bring that up is because that's like this is like this may not read as homophobic yeah but it super is like it's not um, even I, like it that it this it is still fucking very problematic, but there's like that trope of women can autumn can just they have this magic gaydar where they can before the guy mm. even knows himself he's gay, uh, and that's this not host is not that. a character in this story. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so it I don't literally like you know because she could the the author could have just written sorry like. You know, the the male host, like, clapped his hands daintily as each float went by. Like, you can just do that. See, that's... Like... I don't know what's afoot here. Because the, the actual, like, the huge Macy's parade, the hosts are generally the hosts of um, whatever morning show uh, of the network that airs right, it. Right, yeah. So it's not like... There, it's not like Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve, where Dick Clark was the face of the New Year's Eve thing. I'm sorry, I need a moment to handle the fact that, like, your New Year's Eve, like, host is called Dick Clark. Yeah, no, he was American like... as shit. They still call it Dick Clark's <laughs> Rockin' New Year's Eve, I think, but it's hosted by, like, Carson Daly or some shit, who cares? Uh, but, like, the thing is, there's no, like, face of the Macy's Parade, so this feels like an oddly specific shot at a specific anchor, but there's no details to indicate who this person is talking about. Yeah. And like, you know, this kind of thing, this very, very subtle, like homophobia is really like, it's the kind of thing that's so easily missed, but when you are queer, you notice it. Um, and you know, I just, it adds nothing. It isn't even a, it adds nothing. line yeah it adds nothing it's just a really strange thing that's just really jarring and you know so authors do better don't do that basically yeah just describe people it's also like i mean that's a classic case of trying to tell without showing like she it's like megan thought he was gay let me draw my own conclusions how about that (laughs) come on um, do what the rest of us do and write thousands of words about a character who has four fucking lines in the actual script so you have a wiki article that no one will see <laughs> yeah um yeah sorry to hop on that but it's just it's something i see a lot and this just felt like a good moment to mention it like there's if there's no purpose behind it it's why have it not helpful you know yeah all it can do is hurt people because for i mean 
even if you found homophobia fucking hilarious, it's not even a well-constructed joke on an objective level. Yeah, exactly. So she basically sits there and watches the whole parade, which lasts like four fucking hours, I think. It feels like it, at least. Uh, and then <laughs> and then we cut to the news. Uh, then, it, then, comma, it was time for the news. A booming voice came on and said, Your latest headlines, live, breaking news reports, and more in 10, 9, 8. And this plays into the... Um, the hypnosis, the hypnosis side of things stuff. really yeah. strongly. Well, I mean, it says big circles spun on the screen in different directions. Like it is literally a hypnosis. Megan opened her eyes from her dreamy state. She looked at, I love, I highlighted this. I loved it so much. She looked at the screen and saw what was possibly one of the most handsome and gorgeous men she had ever seen in her life. Not just handsome, handsome and gorgeous. <laughs> he was talking. He also, and this, this has done the same thing that that fucking Reaped book did, which is, oh, he's so handsome, but we're not going to tell you what he looks like. Right. <laughs> Fill in your own blanks. <laughs> On this special Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day newscast, those happen, uh, they're not special, the gorgeous man in the blue suit on the screen seemed to be talking directly to Megan. She was so spaced out from being hungry, she almost didn't notice when he looked right at her and said, Megan, Megan! <laughs> like... It's got I, an exclamation I actually point. like that bit. <laughs> yeah. I actually like that bit because I could, that, that's one bit I could picture really clearly. Like, you, because, you know, I think we've all been at the thing where you're just like, ugh, staring at the TV. The, if someone started calling my name in the TV, actually, I have, like, occasionally if a character has my name or something, because if you hear your name, you immediately perk up. So, like, I actually liked that bit. I thought that was, that, that was fun and that was easy to picture. Fuck, I'm trying to remember this guy's name. Uh, oh, oh yes, his name is amazing. Megan, it's Brian Jamings. Which is a pun on a existing person. Oh, really? Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Because I, I highlighted his name and it just says what in my note. Because this this last name is spelt J-A-M-E-I-N-G-S. The word, the, the name Jame... Like, they wanted James, and yeah. then they stretched the S out with a few yeah. more letters. What? I think this is supposed to be a pun on mega popular and now disgraced uh, news anchor from NBC, Brian Williams, who was, he was basically Tom, like, there was Tom Brokaw, and then there was Brian Williams, and Brian Williams got fucking busted because he lied about during an Iraq war story in, like, 2003, and they found out in Yikes. 2015 uh, so a year after this story immortalized him. But the term Brian Jamings feels like a pun on Brian Jennings, who is a football player I've just now found out. Okay. I don't know what's... I, I, I thought I had it. Also, Nightly News, NBC Nightly News, and I think NBC is the network that airs the parade, so that all kind of fits together. But still, Jamings. Okay. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Again, it was really jarring. It's like, Really? Really? <laughs> you couldn't just say Brian James or Brian Jennings or Brian, like, something? I don't know. We have like, this, like, Santa moment of where she's like, how do you know who I am? And he laughs and says, Megan, haha, comma, Megan, <laughs> you know I work at the news, so I know a little about everything. A little about everything. And I thought about that Adventure <laughs> Time joke where it's like, I have approximate knowledge of everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's good. It's, it, I like, 
I, I enjoyed those. It's very silly. I know I like the situation that. you're in. I got the reports. The thing is, I want to help you. I don't understand. You could be doing the news. You should be doing the news. Not talking to me, Megan cried. It's okay. This is a very special news report for you. At this point, I, I highlighted a lot and I wrote, wow, this was a lot better before characters started talking. Oh. <laughs> the The dialogue in this story is not up to the same standard that the descriptive work is. Nope. Megan, you know I do this every night. I know a lot about a lot of things. I know people. I know places. I was just in Saudi Arabia a few months ago covering a war between cultures who don't give a damn about Thanksgiving Day. Listen, the point is, you need money, and I'm a billionaire. I'm worth more money right now than all the money you'll ever see in your lifetime. That's why you're in luck. Um, I should be doing this in an anger voice. If you don't mind me saying so, I think you're fucking sexy. And I want to... <laughs> And I want to pay you the money that you need right now so that I can perform this kind of dangerous service on you. Dangerous service. Yeah, you heard me. A sweet little service so that I can say I had a nice day. You know what I mean? No, Brian. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> it's like he's got a quota to fill. He's got God has a quota for Brian to fill so that he can say he had a nice day. We get to... The okay, the for me the worst thing in this story. Oh boy! And it's not even about the porn, which is he says, Megan, I want to shave your pussy and give you a thousand dollars. Oh my now, god, are you serious? <laughs> You're a billionaire. A thousand dollars is nothing. Yeah, to tie this like, back to real life, um, fucking Jeff Bezos, the richest person alive. Just gave five million dollars to homeless stuff in West in like, Virginia. That's nothing. A thousand dollars is the equivalent of me giving someone five cents. Listen, like I, like real talk. I got eight dollars in my checking account. I got a dime in my hand right now. If I gave someone this dime, that's like me saying I helped. <laughs> yeah, like I. And again, th this this may seem like a little nitpick, but a billion dollars is many dollars yes like a thousand like going and then and then it gets even more insulting um because he's she's like oh my god are you serious and he's like yeah i'm serious you know um i know you says, need the money i know you need the money i'll give you the thousand dollars on a gift card yeah a gift card to the asian <laughs> it ends up being to the restaurant so she has what the <laughs> I can't with this story. That's just... That feels somewhat real. Because that feels like something an asshole rich person would do because they would then turn around and say, what if I gave a, if I gave a poor person yeah. cash that'd go buy booze and lottery tickets? Like, I, I really feel like this author, and, and this isn't necessarily a criticism, I feel like this author wanted to write a more exploitative erotica, but was trying to like play it safe for amazon yeah yeah because there's so much stuff in this that feels well is really exploitative but in that gross real world kind of way instead of a i'm eroticizing exploitation way like <sighs> i wish i could say like did some digging and found out tt lawrence has a smash words account or what the fuck ever and that's why 
Like we we found mm. we found the uncensored shit, but that's not real. Like that, <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah, like it 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 just because so much of this, the reason it bothers me so much isn't innately that it's exploitative. Like you can make hot erotica about exploitative shit, but that it's so like. I don't know, underdeveloped maybe, so, like, subtle, or not subtle, but, like, it's not a feature. This story has so many words and so little content. Yeah. Like, this isn't a long story, and there's a lot of exploitative shit that happens, but the fact that it's exploitative doesn't ever seem to be a part of the appeal um, that I can tell. And that creeps me out. They've been talking for, like, less than four pages, and he's whipped out a good girl already. Yeah. It it creeps me out because it's not recognized overtly by the text. Um, I mean, it, look, this, this could be a case of the author just, like, assuming that their audience gets it and is, like, here for it. Um, it could also be, like, in their head they gave the characters certain, like, character character archetypes that could be perfor- performative through voice like if there was an audiobook of this yeah. maybe maybe uh Jamings is played like to such an nth degree of tonight at nine like that it's funny like it's meant to be funny yeah my, my biggest problems with this story have nothing to do with the porn yeah. <laughs> and there's all these like yeah anyway there's should, all these like yeah. detailed um <laughs> there's all these little details that aren't necessary and if in any other erotica if they were there i'd be like oh that's nice they thought that through like um now why don't you go to the bathroom and get Mm. a towel fold it up and put it on the love seat who gives a fuck also you you left out my favorite word out of that paragraph of that paragraph no 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 um sorry it's the sorry i'm misquoting it was the next paragraph where megan obediently got up and went to the bathroom fetching a large Brown <laughs> towel? <laughs> Brown? Brown. We, we're, we're expecting this to go somewhere else. What? If you pay it. A- like, that is such a specific detail. Well, and I think we know what? I think we know what color towels that T.T. Uh, T. Lawrence owns. Yeah, which also, that's impressive. I don't think I've ever seen a brown towel. But, like... What? Also, I thought she didn't have anything but clothes and oh, a TV. Oh shit! Well, she was wearing a brown. <laughs> she was wearing a brown towel over her head when she was uh, uh, moved into this apartment, so that no one saw her. I there are a few continuity errors like this, by the way, which I'll I'll try and remember. Errors in this story? No. <laughs> it's it's really funny. I really am the porn. I almost don't care about in this story. That like, there are so many little like problems that have nothing to do with the sex and i'm just like do better when i got to the sex i was like oh wait yeah that's in this isn't it yeah (laughs) it really does kind of and i mean this is so this is actually a good thing because it means that the story is kind of engaging enough that we give a shit like she puts on these heels you know and the paragraph is like yeah six inch heels she got from vegas oh and then we don't talk about the heels. Oh yeah, speaking speaking of continuity errors, she slides her white cotton panty down panties down. They were lacy a minute ago. Like <laughs> has this author never handled 
women's underwear? Well, no. Like, well, no, Erin. You see, now that we've entered into the hypnotic state, we want to give the reader an idea that it's more it, we're regressing. It's it's more childlike. So white cotton panties are a signifier <laughs> of her youthfulness. Like, <laughs> you are giving this author too much credit. <laughs> I love the, 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 the like after that paragraph about the shoes. The newscat O'Brien is like, "Great, Megan. Now let's hurry this along so we can all we can get you all clean shaven, and you can have your gift card and feed your baby." Um, Brian, you are literally like lampshading that we are fifty percent through this fucking story and nothing has happened. <laughs> he tells her what to do, and she goes, "Yes, comma anchor man." <laughs> yeah, which I, okay, I like that bit because um. I'm quite into sort of titles that aren't traditional, like, DS titles. Uh, and the idea of Anchorman being, like, a dominant title, yeah. I find actually adorable. That's actually, a, yeah, like, that's a good <laughs> one, if only it was somewhere else. Shall we talk about the method through which she is shaved? I'm so angry, Kevin! <laughs> Before we get to the shaving, he does, like, feel her up a Oh, lot. yeah, I forgot. Um, he comes through the TV halfway... Yes, he comes through the TV in actually a, actually a pretty good bit of description, uh, if I can just find it. Uh, so he tells her to, like, close her eyes. She and saw two giant hands she coming does... out of the screen into her television, or out of her television. They were touching her knees, gently parting yeah. her legs, blah, blah, blah. Um, each hand had a digital quality to it, much like the picture on the television, but it was 3D, like a hologram. The anchorman only smiled as the camera stayed on him in his arms reached out seemingly through the screen. So it's kind of like a cartoonish aspect. Yeah, I love that. That's some good shit. Like, that's that's interesting and, like, a really vivid image. And, like, just, yeah, I really liked that bit. I thought that was very well yeah. done. This this author really is at their best when they don't write any dialogue and just describe shit. <laughs> they're, they're good at ideas. Yes. Um, and, yeah, then he feels up her legs a lot. Um, and then starts, like, milking her. A bonus um, hue cow. Alright. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, that's actually pretty well written. That's, that's pretty hot. Um, and then <laughs> I do have a bone to pick, though, with, um, he uses the, uh, sorry, the author uses the word sop twice to refer to, like, her wet vulva. Uh, yeah, okay. And how else are you going to do that? You can do that once and I'll let you off twice. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. Unacceptable. Live update. Just no. Uh, pa- to pause on the story for a second. Live update. Um, uh, My feet hurt. Jordan's feet hurt. Cause she's been cooking for so long today. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Sucks. Oh, You've been cooking for seven hours. <laughs> Please tell Jordan to like lie down for a bit. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron just said, "Please, dear God, go lie down for a bit." <laughs> well, now you're going to be witness to half a conversation about a woman getting milked. So, uh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so one thing I question here is, um, if you looked at Shaved by Santa, um, Shaved by the Billionaire Dinosaur, and or the other things written by. Uh, T.T. Lawrence, like, the word dairy is in the the, the parentheses mm. of the title. This one, I mean, I get that there's a lot of shit. Never mind, the word dairy is in this one. And the word thriller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one does not fit. Not at all. There's no thrilling <laughs> here. 
dairy. I have never seen that associated with this kink before. I have. So it works? But not usually on Amazon. Um, it's more something you see. And also not in something this... I don't. I don't have a good enough word for uh, like to replace vanilla, but like this is very sort of light lactation entry play. level. Um, <laughs> no light. Let's let's not be mean. <laughs> but I have seen dairy used a lot in the more extreme side of things, where people are into like the more dehumanizing aspects of hue cow or using like goat milking machines and stuff like that. Because then part of the kink is kind of the livestock kink. Yeah which is where kind of the dairy thing comes from. But I've never seen dairy used for something that's just kind of like just manual lactation play before. It's also like so, cartoonish because yeah. the way it's described is she felt something pop as if there's just two little and then yeah. it's just a stream. That was weird. <laughs> um, I don't think this author realizes that like there are several areas around the nipple. Yeah. Like that milk can come out like no it's just one little which i think is a, is a it's a little socket <laughs> yeah i think because i see this mistake a lot I'll, i and i just i don't understand how you could be into lactation and not do a cursory google on how it works you know uh mm, yeah, now, I know. now you're having me think about the horrific illustrations that must be on the wiki how for how to lactate I, that I love WikiHow. It's it's the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about the shaving. So yeah, if if you were like, this story is an erotic shaving story. There has got to be. You, you think like I was expecting a goddamn straight razor. I'm I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I wasn't expecting a straight razor just because there's a safety razor on the cover. Fair. So I assumed that we would be getting, you know, just a safety razor. And that's actually kind of better for pubic shaving anyway. Oh, yeah. The, the, um, the, 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 to include, like, the the straight razor in one is to play with the, like, danger of it. Yes. Um. Yeah, the, un- like, straight razors are for faces. I'm so mad at this story, it's Kevin. It's such a giant fucking cop-out. <laughs> because what actually happens... He even, ma- he uh, even makes read, a plastic razor it. show up in her apartment. Yeah, he makes a giant one, and then like, and is then like, "Ha ha! Don't worry, that's much too big. I'm just being silly." Uh, which, whatever, that's fine. No, you. Um, but then you, we need to talk about the phrasing of this. Don't be afraid, Megan. That's just a little joke. Your shaving isn't really going to be that way. Ha <laughs> ha! The anchorman chuckled. It's going to be more like this. Your shaving really yeah. isn't going to be that way. Just is the most awkward phrasing of a piece of dialogue. Yeah. And I edit my own shit. I, <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> and then I'm just going to read this couple of sentences because I think, I think our audience deserves to hear this. Y- they mo- need it like, straight. Full, full thing. Then two bright red laser beams <laughs> came from the Anchorman's eyes firing directly at the area around her pussy. Megan cried out from the slight sting of the lasers, although she was no real pain. I think there's meant to be an in there. She was in no real pain. She hugged her pregnant belly as the lasers tingled their way (laughs) along the edges of her slit, burning every last tiny hair away from her vagina. Get out of here! Her pubic mound sizzled with delight as each pube was burned from her, leaving behind only smooth, velvet skin. Sizzled. 
Where's the fucking shaving? <laughs> she got laser. <laughs> well, that's not a kink that you can sell. That's... Seriously, though, this is legitimately an issue because if I was looking for a shaving kink erotica, I mean, this person basically just stole my money. Yeah, they, hey, uh, Superman the Anchorman does throw in a bonus asshole lasering, too. Oh, yes, yes, uh, lifts Megan's legs so that her, her ass rose into the air so the lasers from the Anchorman's eyes could burn the hair all the way to the edge of her asshole, leaving her puckered anus clean, bald, and slightly numb. Okay, so <laughs> lasers is not shaving. <laughs> lasers is not shaving. I'm so mad. <laughs> like, this is not. Also, like, I just. And then he just leaves. I'm so mad. He he doesn't. He he, <laughs> he lasers her, and then is just gone. Enough, said the anchor man. I have made you wait too long. I apologize. You and your baby are hungry, and I have no right to toy you as I have. I will give you your gift card. There's also a, there's also a really judgy sentence like back where this is not a spoken piece of dialogue. This is from the narrator that says, "He knew he had done a marvelous job with this pregnant wreck of a woman." Wreck. Hey, hey, TT Lawrence. Don't need it. What the fuck? Don't need it. <laughs> if you were going for that, you should have put that in like. Somewhere else in the beginning. It's like for half a second there was a thought of, ooh, I'll put in humiliation. Yeah. Like, and yeah, then he just fucks off. <laughs> um, the, the, gift, the gift card shoots from the- The DVD <laughs> slot! <laughs> the DVD! No, but it's not called the DVD slot because that would be great. It's called the DVD <laughs> hole. That makes it sound like you dro- like it's literally a hole the size of a d of disc that you I drop know. it vertically into and hope for the best. Have you ever heard someone say the DVD hole in your life? That just reminded me of that joke like, in The Simpsons where where he's like, "I'm gonna go park my car in the garage," and uh, Mo goes, "Oh, Mister Fancy's calling it a garage," and he's like, "What do you call it? A car hole?" <laughs> yeah. It just and it's, it's and that's a real shame because that's a pretty good like solution for how she gets the gift card. It just is written so badly. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it's a a thousand dollar gift card to her favorite Asian. Re- like he didn't even give her cash. There's no way. There's like, no way you can get a balanced diet for. I don't. I don't care if it's the. I mean, if it's a really good like Thai place, I guess. But. I got strong, like, Americanized Chinese buffet feel from where this thing was leaning. Um, yeah, that's That's fair. a lot of salt. <laughs> See, I got nothing. I got nothing. Because Asian restaurant means yeah, nothing. What does like, that mean? Okay, it's like, a quarter of the planet. Thanks. Narrow it down as Yeah, well. like, I guess, like, I would probably assume it means Chinese just because, America, like, that yeah. tends to be what white people mean. But even then, like, there's lots of types... And I think this this is actually an interesting cultural difference because I remember seeing a thing online a while ago about how uh, Asian food in America has to be cheap. Yeah, and there's it's really uncommon for there to be like a nice tablecloth Asian restaurant. Oh no, yeah. But he, here in Australia, that's normal. Like we do have like nice Asian restaurants. We have a like, um, there's a like actual hot pot restaurant in my city that's like amazing. But the fact that it costs 
$15 a person to to have hot pot if it's not at lunch is just fucking insane to people. Uh, they're more used to going to, uh, like, Chinese buffets that are fucking... $15 is pretty cheap. Yeah, but we're, we're th- all-you-can-eat buffet for $7, not as, not as, not as steep. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I've got to try and remember, like, the exchange rate and, like... Hang on, we'll just do that real quick. Also, Oz you guys do tax USD. differently... And, like, you guys don't pay stuff properly, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, at Chinese buffets, I think there is tip involved that no one ever does because they're racists. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A, a, to do, go to an all, the all-you-can-eat buffet that's near my house, and I'm not saying this as a joke or to be racist, got shut down yep. for health code violations a couple weeks ago. It is now back open under, quote, new management. Um, you could get all-you-can-eat buffet during any, during any time of day for $11.02 Australian. That is... More that is more expensive than most McDonald's meals, <laughs> like but only just it is. But the only fact that just. it's all you can like, eat experience that is about so it costs about actually it's about the same as a McDonald's meal. You pay about ten twelve dollars. Yeah, that's, that's for a full pr- it's pretty close to the US too. Uh, but you could have that's some like, of the laziest assembled sushi you've ever had in your life. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I'd rather not, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. Sushi still has this, like, ooh-la-la thing to it here, because, like, we're in the Midwest, and there's very few actual bodies of water. So the idea of eating something that requires fish to be, like, fresh and trustworthy, still people are like, oh, yeah, that should cost, like, $15 for a roll. That's, yeah, if you're a long way from the sea, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Like... <laughs> Because, yeah, sushi, literally, you cannot go more than a kilometer here without finding a sushi place. I, I like, do love that um, this Asian restaurant apparently is her favorite thing, her favorite place to go, or at least her favorite Asian place. Uh, but Megan is so goddamn horny. We get a we yes. get a, we get the laziest <laughs> masturbation paragraph ever. In fact, the, the <laughs> it's so bad. Let me see. I'm just going to copy the actual words where she's doing something and we're gonna paste them into word to see how many words are dedicated to the actual sex in this erotica like 200 um okay that gave me a okay come on come on never mind we're not gonna we'll never know but it looks like about 50 it's probably uh, probably a bit more than Without that, hesitation, she instinctively many. started beating herself off with both hands. That just sounds like she's punching her vagina, rummaging her hands across <laughs> her pussy in circular motions, comma, then slowing down, comma, pressing into her clit and vagina with a firm force, with a firm force. She did this over and over again until she felt a wave of orgasm begin to stir in her bowels, and that's the end of it. In her bowels? <laughs> I mean, don't... So then it's like... She has a long and delicious full body anal vaginal clitoral orgasm. She doesn't touch her anus. Not at all. In fact, it's numb. Like, how, how, this sounds, this is so lazy because this is just like, I want her, the author is just like, I want her to have the most mind blowing orgasm she's ever had because she's just had this great experience. But like, you gotta write that though. (laughs) Like, you can't like this is just so lazy. I honestly, this story would be a lot better if it if this masturbation scene was lost entirely. Yep, if you cut it, like, and it was like her, because trying to figure out what to wear. Because then it's you've 
Yeah, like, because then you've had your... Because, you know, the point of this story is the, like, quote-unquote laser. Uh, sorry, shaving. shaving. Um, you know, and the, the, the TV and, the you know, a little bit of the milking. Like, orgasm doesn't really come into this these kinks necessarily. Like, this would be a much better story if it had just finished yeah. before she decided to jerk off. Like, that's fine. People are coming here for the other stuff. Like, it's also like we don't really play into a lot. Like the fact that she is pregnant seems more like a means to an end to her one being pathetic and two ha- be having the ability to lactate. Uh, the fact that she's just walking yeah. around in lacy panties and a, and uh, 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 bra—that's just horseshit. Like, if you're gonna play into the whole pregnancy uh, no. thing, why is she not wearing like a, a food? St- like, it's got it's it's three years old. It's an old T-shirt that only fits around her boobs now, like yeah. to accentuate those body differences and shit. Uh, it it's one of those things where, on the one hand, like. I know a lot of, like, people who do like to wear nice lingerie when they are pregnant. Yeah. Um, and, who you know, but the thing is, is that, that may, that's a real thing that happens. I don't trust that this author is, like... No, it, it feels like... It, like <laughs> do, do you know? Because what I'm pitching is, have her look good, but it's in, like, I don't give a shit today clothing. Um and then, yeah. and then some of the fun is the reveal where she like has to strip for him or whatever. Uh, in this, it's just like she had she at the very least, I will say she should be wearing a maternity bra. Yeah, right. Um, this one does not which fit. No, her, uh, maybe she is. It doesn't like, fit. but it yeah, like her nipple just kind of when she's not doing anything. And I know that she just got broken up with, and her husband took all her shit apparently. But it seems really unlikely to me that she d- wouldn't have been wearing a maternity bra. Right. Like, yeah. So yeah, what we're saying it's is... It's just one of those things where, like, you can you could justify a lot in this story, but this author hasn't earned that. Like, this author was just like, ugh, hot pregnant lady. Yeah. Like with a lot yeah. of things on the Red Light Library, use this as a launch pad to go write something in in this kink that's actually good. Like, that's the best thing I can, yeah. that's the best advice I can give the listener. So I guess we get to the point where I ask you, do you recommend this story? And then lean back. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, let me think. Um, so if you're really into shaving, no! <laughs> it objectively is if- not in the story. It objectively is not in this story. If you're in it for the some for of the, the description subdoms, is... that's not in it really. No, if you are into the idea of sexy TV play, maybe we got four paragraphs with your name on it. Um, that like I actually I think that like there is a, something to this for like the the digital and like the the hypnosis stuff a little bit it's like it's um, like we're i wouldn't looking say at, a definite yes we're looking at concept art for a really good product <laughs> actually yeah you know that's it exactly like there's a lot of really good ideas in this story and they're just not delivered on um the only things that i felt were delivered on was the tv bit that was the only part of this that i felt was like yep good you did good on that and to be um, fair and this is heartbreaking because you this author could do better. Like there's, there's a writing level here that they could do better. Like I could be, they are capable. I could be remembering wrong, but if I'm not, 
the fact that this is published on November 24th, 2014, I, I strongly recall Christy Sims' Dinosaur Erotica took off like a fucking shot on Tumblr in 2014 in mm. the summer. So 2014 kind of was when we had a spike of like, wow, that's weird shit. Uh, so the fact that we're reviewing something titled Shaved by the Billionaire Nightly News Anchor Through My TV on Thanksgiving Day, parentheses, extreme taboo, pregnant shaving, dairy thriller. Maybe this is something that T.T. Lawrence is into, but it also has that stunt erotica feel. I mean, it is definitely something they're into because their other books are all all that like similar. But it's almost like um, they went, you know what? I'm just I'm just going to get weird with it and, and sell it because like shaved by the billionaire dinosaur and season's greeting shaved by Santa. Yeah. Which was put out before yeah, the Thanksgiving know. one fucking makes sense of that. Yeah. <laughs> What about you? Would you recommend this story, Gavin? Um, if you have Kindle Unlimited, it technically is still <laughs> you. You are technically still paying T.T. T. Lawrence money, but T.T. T. Lawrence does not have any social media or a website that I can find. So I feel like this was kind of a they started writing at the beginning of November, shout out all these stories, and then left. This was the last one published. Mm. Um, that's hang on. This was the second to last one published. Uh, Shaved by the wireless internet was uploaded the same day. So. Right, yeah. yeah. That's that's the end of their saga. Yeah. I would say no. But if you can get it for free, fuck it. Who cares? You gave someone some pennies. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> now that we've covered this lovely piece of American culture that is now forever in my fucking brain... Um, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving for a bit, and I get to regale Aaron in some of the fucked yes. up shit in this country. Please explain. Like, I, so the thing I'm most curious about yes. um, is, because I know some of the cultural stuff, like I said, I know there's like turkey and food and everyone is stressed out, but I don't really know much about the, like, the, the story, quote unquote, which I know, I'm pretty sure you all get taught in school, um, probably badly, um, as I said, from what I know, it's something about, like, settlers and, like, something about white people coming and something. That And there's pilgrims? That's basically <laughs> it. Um, the whole, like, the whole American narrative is that us, the white people, came to this America that was populated by all these simplistic uh, Native Americans who needed uh, uh, teaching or whatever <clears throat> the the narrative is always right. that we showed up because we were being persecuted and the pilgrims were to not to put it in no uncertain terms the pilgrims were a group of people who were very very conservative and basically assholes who were air quotes so were they actually religious yeah they, it's, it's, it, it, uh, uh, let me look up the definition of pilgrim real quick because i'm because uh, to me when i hear pilgrim i think of people who go on a pilgrimage so that's why I'm always kind of like confused. So one of the first, like, were they, um, the, the pilgrims uh, were some of the first English settlers to uh, what became the United States. Um, they landed what in an area of New England that is, ends up being called Plymouth Rock or Plymouth, Plymouth because of a piece of stone in the bay called Plymouth Rock. Um, and they were Puritans. Like the pilgrims were super Puritan. Uh they okay, were they yeah. were Calvinist. If anyone wants to grab onto that word real quick, I, I I don't feel like explaining it. Besides saying Calvinism is hardcore is is uh, Christianity New Game Plus. Like <laughs> it's very strict, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> and they got air quotes persecuted because they were being dicks to everybody. 
and then they decided right. to run off to this new country there this new world that had been explored and the story of the first thanksgiving is they see this huge rock they're like we found land and they land and they're starving and it's winter and they're gonna die and then these wonderful natives come out of the bush and they learn they learn to talk to each other and they have this huge feast where the 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 native americans share all their food with the pilgrims and they get along together just fine and you know i feel like that's not what happened not, not in the fucking slightest but that's what kids are told about i feel like that's that's doesn't seem on brand for like white people <laughs> Even on, I'm on National Geographic Kids website, and I've gotten to the myths about the first Thanksgiving. Um, believe it or not, the settlers didn't have silver buckles on their shoes. That's a thing we need to debunk. What? Thanks. Okay. Uh, their attire was actually bright and colorful. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so, okay, so this is something I'm, tr- uh, so was, is Thanksgiving, like, is that, like, what for us Australia Day is? Is it, is it like, the day that white people arrived basically like it's not supposed to be is it the day of not necessarily the first batch of white people but it's this idea that there was this magical moment that oddly only white people talk about funny huh uh Uh, okay that's interesting because i guess when i when i heard that i started comparing it to australia day which is uh the day that white people invaded australia yeah um there's actually a big movement here uh to change the date because obviously for indigenous people it's a really painful day yeah that sounds a lot um, like um we don't celebrate anything on it besides closing banks but that's basically columbus day in the united states right yeah okay so thanksgiving isn't that what oh yeah i forgot you you have the most conflicted dna combo ever yeah, uh, Jordan has uh, uh, Cherokee uh, uh, DNA, so she just walked in and went, "Yeah, my keep my people killed my people because <laughs> she's white." <laughs> yep, sounds about yeah, right. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, because I think um, we just have holidays we don't need anymore. I think from what little I know, the way um, settlers invaded America is very similar to how they invaded Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. We basically came in waves, and uh, it worked out just fine, because smallpox. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, some more factoids about Thanksgiving. It's the fourth Thursday of November every year, because fucking reasons. Uh, There's a whole NPR article about it that I I cannot be fucked to read. Um, It does feature a spiffy image of FDR cutting what is... it, It appears to be the worst looking turkey I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> it looks like it has road tar on it and it is stuffed with a white substance. I don't know what's going on there. Um, th- literally the, 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 the roast beast in the animated how the Grinch stole Christmas looks more realistic uh, of a food item than that. So what's, what's the deal with the turkeys? So I think the deal with the turkey is it, uh, the turkey is one of the, um, it, it is an iconic American animal insofar as like, it is a, it, it is one of many that are one of few that are seemingly inherently, uh, original to this continent. Uh, right. Like yeah. Horses. We kind of like there, there are native horses to the U S but they're also like 
a lot of things brought over. Like, fuck, our ants are dying because we brought in some new ones of couple decades ago um but turkeys like so much so that there's this long-running like factoid about benjamin franklin that he wanted the national bird to be the turkey uh instead and then we ended up with oh a I-, I heard about that on uh, a and podcast somewhere. i guess the other yeah. thing is just turkeys are just walking meatballs when you really get down to it because there's just so <laughs> much goddamn edible tissue on them uh that makes sense because yeah one of the things that because like few not many but a few people in australia do turkey for christmas instead of chicken because chicken is the traditional yeah. uh christmas meat um and i'm always like why they don't taste as good as chickens <laughs> <laughs> but if they're native like to america that makes slightly more sense why it would be a thing there i think that's how it like culturally or how it started in real world terms but now culturally it is Every movie, every book says you have yeah. turkey on Thanksgiving, you have turkey on Thanksgiving, and people get so bored of it, you get shit like the turducken, um, which is the height of yeah. bouginess. Uh. Or um, <laughs> for me, every time this time of year comes around, I subscribe to a lot of food uh, YouTube yep, yep, yep. people. And every goddamn and every one time of them the same time... recipes. <laughs> No, it, for me, in my case, it's more like, here's what, here's like 10 different ways to use your turkey leftovers. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> I think that's the other thing, though, too, is like, um, it gives this false sense of, um, of being rich almost because you have so much food left over. Even if you're not the person who did the cooking, uh, in my personal experience, and this could just be somewhat to my family, it seems like, um, from the different dinners I've been to, it's usually like there is a, a matriarchal figure who like, they have the Turkey. Don't you fucking dare try to take the Turkey away from them as the job. And maybe so like Christmas here, yeah. maybe family members <laughs> do a side and bring it as like, that's how they're like pulling their weight. But um, the, it's, it's more about you got to bring the whole family together and everyone eats together. And then the memes start about how there's that racist uncle you got. Uh, luckily my, my parents, from a, yeah, like I just, I live in a wonderful a world with antisocial like parents. Christmas. So we've kind of whittled down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We don't put up with that shit. Uh, I think my Thanksgiving tomorrow is literally, uh, we go to my parents' house and it's going to be just my parents, me and Jordan. And that's just, we're going to have a good old fucking time. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. But. <laughs> Didn't you just say Jordan's been cooking for like seven hours? Jordan's been cooking because we're also taking basically a portable Thanksgiving to, to uh, uh, her family's house. So we're doing we're doing two. Okay. Uh, okay. I thought you were only doing one and I'm like, hang on. <laughs> also, I must touch on um, uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It is uh, basically yes. one giant commercial <laughs> that is very expensive to do. And there's balloons? There's, there's balloons That's that are- That's a thing always yeah. of like huge mascots i'm looking at an advertisement for the 2014 one um the 88th annual amazing thanksgiving day parade and we've got uh that that skylanders game that no one played there's a there's a, oh, there's yeah, a character yeah. from skylanders uh a macy's logo skylanders was pretty popular here actually <laughs> yeah uh it, it had its moment Thomas the Tank Engine, Pikachu, the Pillsbury Doughboy, like mo. There's a couple of generic like eat the turkey, uh, but the balloons generally are advertising something. All the floats are advertising something or are from an organization. Like oh, there's the Salvation Army one. So legit though, what is the parade like for? 
it starts at one part of New York City and goes in a long line till it gets to Macy's. Because Macy's... So it is literally full Macy's. It is literally for Macy's, by Macy's. Um, it has become this huge event. Like, tomorrow, YouTube will be uh, sponsored by Verizon Wireless. We'll be running 360 <laughs> cameras so that you can, like, go on YouTube and be immersed in it in, without having to be in New York. Uh, they're like, I think their advertising campaign is they are the Macy's parade needs more than one angle. Like, <laughs> okay, it's this, it's, it's it's fucking boring to watch in real time though, because it's basically just um, the only. It's just anchors sitting. Yeah, there. like I see like pictures of balloons, and that's nice. It's pictures of balloons. And I I liked it that one year that like. Um, Rick Astley was in it. Oh yeah, that I was about was to good. say it's also the thing that killed the Rick roll because um. He pops yeah. out of the Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Uh, Which is a great show. <laughs> he pops out of that and starts rickrolling everybody. And then it, and then the that audio awesome. dips. And the fucking anchors go, <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> that's Rick Astley singing, never going to give you up. He's rickrolling us. Oh, <laughs> yes, rickrolling, that internet joke. And they just explain it. <laughs> they explain oh, it, and it was fucking painful. One thing I will say that's kind of cool about Macy's is... There's like a part of the parade route where they um, basically set up enough cameras that they have crews from the big whatever to do thing or whatever the biggest, newest Broadway musical is. And they come out and do one of their numbers. So like, oh, that's I nice. think last year, that's how we found out. Of, like that was the big like everyone found out about the SpongeBob musical was that. Um, <laughs> there's a SpongeBob musical. There is a okay. There's a SpongeBob musical that has people standing it real hard on Twitter. Like it has a following. Amazing. Supposedly, it's really good. That doesn't surprise me. Actually, you can watch video Sponge- of it on YouTube. SpongeBob- it's, it's, some of it is a uh, terrifying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I literally I don't know anything about SpongeBob. I just missed it completely. But like, congratulations. It's a pretty popular thing. I'm not surprised there's a musical. So yeah, it's just this big fucking event. I missed a lot of really, like, iconic stuff. Like, I missed Harry Potter, like, somehow. Like, everything I know about Harry Potter, I know through, like, cultural osmosis. And now you can now you can <laughs> listen to Potterless and experience it right alongside tubes. Uh, really, that's about it. Is this Thanksgiving is just an excuse. From my perspective in the Midwest, it seems like Thanksgiving doesn't really have much cultural significance beyond the fact that it it is a reason to get together and do a meal because I don't personally know anybody who makes a big deal about Christmas dinner. Like, yeah, see, there is no, I like think the that's concept like, yeah. of a Christmas ham or uh Turkey or anything like that. Like we have had ham at family things, but it's never like, this is what we do on Christmas Eve or whatever situation. It's just more like, I'm going to make food. Yeah, because, like, a lot of the stuff you're talking about is, like, what Christmas is like for us. And that's what I've always... It's always seemed like... Christmas is when... They're swapped in other... Like, like in the UK and Australia and Canada and other places. Like, Christmas is the big deal. But for us, since we have... I mean, I I, I know Christmas is uh, hyper-capitalismized in other countries. Uh, The commercialization of Christmas Mm. has caused it to be, like, now Christmas is, like... Take all this shit and then, <laughs> and then everyone. Do you want to know something great about Christmas? Okay, so here in Australia, Chris, it is summer, right? Yeah, now. we're heading into summer. Uh, it is always Christmas is always in summer. 
at least 50% of everything about Christmas, though, is directly imported from Europe. And I mean that culturally, not just, like, goods. Well, yeah. Which means that a lot of our, like, Christmas cards and wrapping paper still have snow on them. <laughs> and, like, shit like that. I love it. <laughs> like, first, and, like, fucking White Christmas is still a carol that's sung here. Um, Wait, caroling like, is a thing? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 not the way you guys okay. do it. Not the way you guys do it. I was going to say, I just imagine um, people no, the in way board you... shorts and t-shirts singing Christmas carols. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, no, no, we don't do we do not do the thing. Uh, basically, any kind of cultural thing that you do in America that involves you going to people's houses, we probably don't do here. Because, um, like, trick-or-treating has only taken off in, like, the last five, ten years. Like, and even then, it's super, like, it's not common at all. Yeah, I remember um, hearing Hugh Jackman tell a charming story about setting up fake uh, uh, trick-or-treating for his son in Australia, where he gave... Yep. He gave ingredients to a dinner to all of his fucking neighbors and they faked it. And it was the saddest story yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think that sounds cute. But again, I don't have the culture or whatever. I know our local council does this thing where, because trick-or-treating is kind of starting to take off, especially with kids, but old people are grumpy and boring. Yeah. And for some reason, and like there has been this kind of cultural thing of like, oh, we don't want to be Americanized. And I'm like, well, tough shit. Like... Welcome to globalization. Every um, everything gets Americanized. You want you, the the perfect fucking example being the color of Santa's coat. Yeah, and I mean, but also it's like of all the things to be Americanized, this is fine. Yeah, like it's a silly holiday where people dress up and kids get free lollies. I don't understand why you're being so shitty about it. See, the funny thing is, um, the funny thing is, you're you're describing a version of trick or treating that doesn't exist really, or is starting to be phased out of the United States now because we're so fucking. Oh, really? <laughs> See, the thing is now, the 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 classic 1980s going around to different houses trick or treat, at least in the in the the part of the world that I'm in in Indiana. It's more of a church-based thing where it, they're always called trunk or treats where people all show up to the parking lot of the church or community center or whatever they all go to um, and, like, decorate the backside of their car to be something fun. And then the kids walk around and trick-or-treat to the backs of people's vehicles. So Oh, that's cute. So, and that seems – that's cute, but it also kind of takes the – fun out of <laughs> yeah i mean so what's one thing that's been happening here which i really like is our local council um i don't know how things work in america but we have we have three levels of government we have local state and federal and um the local government do, has been in my area has been organizing a trick-or-treat trail so they actually like set up this kind they, <laughs> they actually they run this like weekend festival called spooktober um, the last few years yeah, which has like a bunch of like, you know, it's all it's all aimed at kids. Um, so they have like some spooky haunted housey kind of. It's a it's basically just a big tent with some stuff in it. It's <laughs> nothing like you guys do haunted houses, because um, we just don't have the money or the culture. Um, and so they create this like trick or treat trail of like different vendors and stuff that the kids go along the trail and get given candy by people in costumes and stuff. Um, and I feel like that's a pretty good like compromise yeah that kind of sounds like um our local zoo does a thing called boo at the zoo where they basically do that but it leads them around the zoo 
Yeah, I think that kind of stuff is cute. <laughs> it's very yeah, especially um, when it's kid oriented, it's a little bit more uh, fun. It's just it sucks yeah. to see things like Thanksgiving because like for kids, the only thing about Thanksgiving they really get told is the fuck it, the first Thanksgiving. Um, like as adults, yeah. we're walking around <laughs> not giving a shit. Like the 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 fact that we have all this Thanksgiving food prepped is one because that's what you do, but two also because every grocery store in our area, like every end cap is stuffing mashed potatoes the things to make mashed potatoes with uh uh uh, pineapple slices for ham and like if you need something Mm. to make something thanksgiving all you have to do is stand at the end of the aisles and just look (laughs) you don't have to go down the aisles because like our walmart has pallets there's literally next to the thing of frozen turkeys in a like a waist-high freezer there was a pallet. Un- they didn't unpack it. They just took the shrink wrap off a pallet of turkey roasting pans so that you can just, like, without even stepping away from your cart, grab the turkey, grab the pan, throw it in, fuck it, get out. <laughs> Wait, hang on. But that would kind of... Im- Wait, okay. I'm trying to picture this. <laughs> that implies to me that someone is already on their way out and they realize they forgot a turkey. <laughs> like... <laughs> no, no, it's just like I feel like for a couple of weeks a year, the grocery stores construct a way so that you could speed run shopping for meals. Okay, <laughs> that makes more sense because I was picturing more like you know how I, well I mean I assume you have the same thing in supermarkets where there's always like chewing gum and candy and yeah. stuff at the checkout. No, no, it's yeah, not like I was picturing something like that, but with turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> love it and i was like i feel like that's not an impulse purchase though <laughs> and the thing is as soon as thanksgiving is over you're not gonna see a f- there's gonna be like some turkey somewhere that you have to hunt for but they're yeah. just gonna be gone we won't talk about them anymore everyone just be like oh i just remembered i remembered two more things i know about thanksgiving oh yeah i remembered that you you give thanks Apparently. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. You're supposed to like at the uh, table talk about what you're thankful for, which sounds like a poor man's grace, and I'm not into yeah. it. Um, and the other thing is, is apparently the president pardons a turkey. The president pardons a turkey every year, uh, as a like, it's a long-standing. That just tradition. seems mean. <laughs> like that just seems mean. It's like you get to live. We are going to kill all your friends. The best part <laughs> is, um, and this is a gag on the West Wing. I think it's actually in the first season of the West Wing. Um, the gag is like there's someone who has to decide which is the most photogenic of the possible turkeys. <laughs> yep, and that's impossible because turkeys aren't photogenic. I, you know what? We, uh, my 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 hippie parents went through a phase of raising animals, and we had like expensive heritage breed or like turkeys that were literally that okay, breed fair. was around yep. when America was settled. They had they had lovely plumage. Like they look nice. The the like <laughs> bred to have huge they do tits still... turkeys that are just white always look like crap. Mm. They do all have the horrible wattles though. Yeah. That just I, I don't like turkeys. As we wrap up, <laughs> as we wrap up this episode of Red Light Library, I will give you one fun turkey fact as someone who raised turkeys for a little bit. Um, yes. there is a massive base element to turkeys that you don't experience watching videos. Um, because we had a couple toms, and what they do is when they do that warble, they're actually producing a sound that has so much bass you feel it in your like chest cavity. In the same way, if someone was playing a drum beat 
so loud that you I believe feel that. it and it's really it's like weird yeah. because the first time you experience it you're like whoa that turkey's magic like jesus fuck <laughs> <laughs> i i mean i i do live in australia we got i'm weird animal shit is like <laughs> yeah. half of course like <laughs> that's that's your stock and trade <laughs> like i was like oh you know like I mean, if you really want to be horrified, go look up sounds of what koalas sound like yeah. when they fuck. I was going to, you know what? Like, you know, when you started that <laughs> sentence, I was going to make the joke about, or you could look up a video of a wet koala. And then, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Like we, at possums, possums are pretty bad too. They're not as bad as koalas, but like, that's why that, that joke in the recent um, Amelia Project crossover about maybe it's hard to tell between a koala and a possum, um, uh, Oystein and um, Pip didn't write that I did because like, <laughs> they wanted to have a thing about koala and I was like L- they're an endangered species you don't see those in the city and I know this is a comedy but like it will annoy every Australian listener <laughs> unless we like unless we lampshade that somehow <laughs> have you um have you ever seen uh, a comparison of Australian and American possums Yes, and I think someone fucked up because I think y- we got yours and you got ours. Or no, something. ours look like crackheads. Usually the... Like I would say that they look like they have been on math. Like they just like, uh, yeah, I I because you know the 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 cultural story is that all Australian animals are terrifying. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we got the good possums and you got the bad ones. We got the ones where like. <laughs> You know, in school, you learn it's the one marsupial on in in this continent, mm. and you're like, "Oh, that's cool." And then it's like they're a huge public safety problem during certain times of year because, like, you see one on the road. Is it playing dead or is it dead? What am I? What do I do here? Uh, I think there's also rumors they have rabies, so that makes people fucking every every animal has. That's rabies. something I don't have to worry about at least because rabies isn't in Australia. Really? Yeah. Well, ain't. I think there's one tiny subset that only affects certain types of bats, but yeah, we don't have rabies here because our quarantine uh, procedures have been in place long enough and well run enough that rabies just never came here as far as it I know. It sure would be funny if that was uh, comparable to, oh, I don't know, vaccination working. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Um, uh, but yeah, we... we yeah. We we have firmly kicked an erotic into the ground. We have talked about an American tradition. We've... Uh <laughs> I think it's time to shut this one down. Very long time. Uh thank you so yep. much for sticking through all your uh, equipment uh frustrations and Thank you for educating me in the ways of your people. I had to go buy two boxes of stuffing mix and a can of chicken <laughs> and that was wait. stressful. No, okay. Stop everything. Stop everything. You bought wait. I'm sorry, what the fuck is stuffing Okay, mix? so, uh, uh, stuffing is a huge... I know what stuffing is, Gavin! So, like... What the fuck is... Like, well, I was gonna say... What? The, 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 like, it is such a huge part of Thanksgiving culture that we, uh, that, um, uh, craft, like, of the cheese, long time ago, realized they can just, like, dry the shit out of the bread so that it's basically shelf-stable, and then throw, like, seasoning in a packet with it. So that you can basically purchase boxes of stuffing mix where you throw some liquid in and then cook it and it works. <laughs> that 
I'm, I'm going to be honest, that does not sound appetizing. You know, um, well, the thing is, uh, our version is uh, it's uh, boxed cornbread stuffing, but then actual, like, real-world cornbread is added in to kind of stretch it. Okay, that makes me feel a bit So it, ma- it makes it seem more real, but actually, like, boxed stuffing is pretty... I mean, it's supposed to be called... You should call it fucking dressing because it's not stuffed in anything. And if you do stuff your turkey, stop. It's just not sanitary, really, and... Shove some lemons in yeah, there. Yeah, put put Get put aromatics in your flavor. turkey. If you're gonna cook whole turkey, I am of the school of thought. Just buy a fucking turkey breast because it's all you're gonna need. Um, but if you want to cook a whole turkey, don't stuff it. Just put aromatics and shit in there. The stuffing needs to be cooked separately. Uh, but that's semantics. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I just I was I had never heard of a stuffing mix before, and I it blew my mind. Oh, if sorry. you give America's long enough, we'll figure out a way to dry something out and put it in a fucking box so it can sit That's on the true. shelf. That's true. You put everything in bags and and cans and everything except in there, milk. It's not a criticism. That's that's <laughs> for Canada to do. They'll put milk in a goddamn bag, and we'll make a huge deal out of it yep. for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. Thank you for teaching me about your people. Oh, thank you. Thank you for uh, suffering through this um, fucking erotica with me. I am. Much educated. Thank you, listener, for for <laughs> hanging out with us on this on this fun Thanksgiving bonus episode. If you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, we're glad to keep you company <laughs> while you're cooking or doing whatever. Uh, and have a good one. See you next Tuesday. Bye, everyone. Bye. I remember the see you next Tuesday this time. You did well done. <laughs> <laughs>